What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover better you by breaking through in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh, and we're going over the breakthrough, how, what, and if you're capable of the different things we always say we are. And this this whole thing came from, I don't know if you guys know who Ed Milet is, but if you don't, go check out Ed Milet and check out his um, his page his Instagram page, Twitter, whatever, right? Biggest thing is his Instagram because you can watch those little shorts and you can see all the different clips and stuff, especially from his podcast. He's got a really, really good podcast. Things called Dropping Bombs. But check out his show. And a lot of this spurred from spurred from a couple things, right? It spurred from a conversation I had with somebody uh, the other day and it spurred from a, uh, a video clip that I saw from Ed Milet's page last night. I was just chilling out last night doing my own thing, kind of just zenning out in my zone. And uh, one of the videos that I saw from him, he talked about the people that like have become who they are because not of the things that are given to them, which it does happen to some people, but then they obviously don't know the lessons or the value and how to maintain what they've been fallen upon or been given. But he talks about how the people that get where they're at, it's because they become who they are. Not because they've been given the things that they're, they've gotten, but they've become who that person is. And I think um, there's even, God, who else? Oh, uh, Brett Knutson even talked about this in one episode. He talks about how the, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, right? How we talk about that phrase. He's like, I don't know about the poor get poorer part. It's just they never like escape themselves from that like mindset of they'll never have, like they can't be rich. Like they, they never escape that. They never have anybody teach them that they can break through that. But with the wealthy people, the reason the wealthier get wealthier is not because they all of a sudden just people like give wealthy people shit. What happens is they create this mindset, this, this stigma around who they are in order to become that person. They create all these systems and processes and they acquire all these assets that just keep generating wealth, right? They build this network. They create this, uh, this asset farm of all these things. I mean, if you guys, if you look at somebody like Grant Cardone, right? Grant Cardone is constantly improving and getting better, right? We can say that Grant Cardone is given things, sure. But why is it that Grant Cardone just continues to do better and better and better? It's not because he just keeps giving shit and he's not actually good at what he does. No, it's because he's built a network to where he surrounds himself nonstop around successful people and successful mindsets, right? He's on podcasts that are showing and improving how much he knows and how much he's accomplished. He's constantly promoting content and ideas that show what you can do and how you can get better. He's constantly putting on classes and courses and seminars and webinars and everything to show like, hey, I'm giving you this stuff for free. Yes, there's always going to be a sales pitch or a click or something at the end, but he's always demonstrating his knowledge and his data. So he's always going to be surrounding himself with the people that know more, that know better, right? And that as a turn, whenever they have something that comes up, they're going to always like introduce it to them, right? If they have something come up that has to do with real estate, they know Grant's the guy that they're going to go to about real estate and they're going to include him in on it, right? So it's just, it's this network. It's this compound idea. Whenever Grant buys real estate, right? He's only adding to his asset pool. He's only improving the things that are coming into his world, into his life every single day. So it's continuing to grow and continuing to compound, He's not going backwards. He's only going forwards. So if you can do that, right, if you can understand that it's not this idea of like getting poorer or the rich just being given stuff. No, it's like the network that you have to build to get rich, to, to, to build that wealth, the people you have to meet, the assets you have to acquire, 
they're only going to continue to grow at that point. Once you figure that out, right? It's all about that mindset. That's why when some people say, they're like, don't you get jealous? Like, if you think about, if you think about this concept, right? I had a, uh, I had a friend back in high school who came from obviously like a wealthy family, right? Came from a wealthy family. They had a lot of money. And uh, his parents ended up giving him like his first car and he never really had to pay for like gas or anything. I always remember that being a thing with him. Never had to pay for gas. He had his first car given to him. Um, They're building a house for them now for him and his, uh, I think, fiance now, maybe wife. But they're doing all these things for him, right? And this guy's never had to work a day in his life, essentially, for the things that he's been given. And I used to be so jealous of this. And I'm sure you can probably think of somebody in your life that's the same way. But... He's never become that wealthy person, right? In his mind, he's coming from a wealthy family and that's where the wealth has come from because that's what everybody says. But he's never become that wealthy person himself. He's never built a thing a day in his life. He's been fired from like three jobs. He's quit like another one. He's had opportunities galore traveling all over the world. Like he's had a lot of things come up in his life, but he's really made nothing of it. And I think that's just a pure testament to this exact thing. Like you have to become in order to do, and then you will be given all of these things, right? He's going to lose it. As soon as his parents or whatever are done, he's going to lose everything that he's been given. And I think that says a lot about kind of like the mindset or the power or whatever that comes out of becoming who you are. Getting back to like Ed Milet, right? So in Ed Milet's one uh, clip that resonated with me yesterday, he talked about the like law of attraction, right? And this frequency of putting yourself in the frequency of becoming that person that you want to be. Well, it's funny because he's like, oh, God, then you didn't get people talking. They're like, oh, Jesus, Josh, like now you're talking about the frequencies and all this stuff. Like, no, listen, okay, the only people that don't believe in the law of attraction are the people that don't ever use it, they, that don't have it work for them. Anybody that has had it work for them, like 100% believes in it. Anybody that's used it believes in it. They understand it, right? Because, listen, it's, it's not anything crazy. And I'll give you an example of kind of like something that's going on right now for me. I had this massive opportunity to come up, right, to purchase this this massive uh, apartment complex. Now, the way I fell into this was nothing unique. I drive around typically a couple times a week on Sundays and usually another day a week, but I'll usually drive around and just go look at real estate. I'll go look at vacant lots or property that's listed, and I'll go walk around, take pictures of it, and do like all this sort of like planning on what a development could be and what could go there and, and you know, how you could put two townhomes here or how you could build a sky rise here or whatever, right? I'm always doing these constant plannings. Well, one Sunday when I was driving around, I was doing some um, plot surveys on locations for a building that we were putting together to build a, a 30 plus story um, apartment, high rise. I was doing some surveys on a few different lots and I get to one and I started talking to a guy that was there. And he started telling me about how they actually already had plans to do this. And I was like, no shit. So we started going through it. I ended up meeting the family, became a part of the project, right? I wasn't doing anything different. I just, I had become this person who would drive around and do these things. And I was a successful, we'll say investor, right? I was a successful investor who did these things. And I was just repeating my routine tasks. I'm nothing special. I'm nothing unique. But I am, right, I see myself, and this is the law of attraction, I see myself, I envision myself as a successful investor doing these things. And then it fell, right, by, by repeating these tasks that kind of came together, and I, now I am that thing. So Ed Milet came up, he's like, you have to be, do, and have, right? You have to become who you say you are, 
And then as you become that person, you will do the things that that person does, right? I had to become a successful investor in my head to me. And then by becoming a successful investor, I would go around and do the things as, that a successful investor and developer would do. And then by, as a result of doing those things, all of a sudden now I have it. I have those things have all kind of come together. So it's a reverse sequence. And most people think you have to have that thing first. You have to have like the big paycheck. You have to have the big building. You have to have the big thing fall into your lap first. And then you can go out and you can do the things that a successful investor does. And then that makes you a successful investor. No, that's not the case. It's actually a reverse sequence of that, right? You have to become that person in your head. You have to go out and repeat these successful actions to go out there and become that thing. So that's that's what Ed Milet kind of talked about when he talked about his law of attraction um, little concept in one of his clips. And I thought that was super powerful because it's so it's it's very relevant. And I if I could show you guys anything, it, it's that, right? I want you guys to see that I went out and did this thing. And by doing that thing, right, by by going out and driving around and looking at real estate, I ended up meeting people that then helped me get into a position to where now I am in this spot. You know, I, I, I met the right people by driving around and talking to people because I saw myself as an investor. And then that drew me into becoming a part of the deal. And now the profit and everything that's on the back end of the deal, I've been prepared for. So there's different things like that that happen in everybody's life. You have to recognize, you have to get out there and do it. I think too often, what like the one thing that holds too many people back is they like, they fear failure on this part. Like think about all of these things that happen um, for me, right? I'll, let's let's just go with my example here. So my example, I was in the army. I didn't want to let go of the army because it was a steady paycheck. I was making like eighty thousand something dollars a year. Um, part of that was like tax free because it was you know this uh, housing allowance that we were getting. So it's like it was a super good job, super good benefits, medical, dental. Like everything, right? Everything was included. I had steady workflow. I never was going to lose my job. Like I was doing really, really well. The problem was, is I was sacrificing essentially like <laughs> a multi-million dollar lifestyle that I could acquire. And that to me, like I didn't know or realize that, but I was sacrificing it because I was like, oh, what I have is so good. It's so steady. And I didn't want to lose that. And like, why wouldn't I want to? Why wouldn't I want to put that on the line? And I struggled with this for a long time. I'm, I'm telling you, for probably like three years, I struggled with like the whole why not piece of it to the point where I even did get out. I got out about a year and a half ago. And as I got out, I started a few businesses. I started a cooking class company um, where you go out and you like have cooking classes and people come in and like a chef teaches a whole bunch of people how to like make a course like in person. And then you like drink wine and stuff. So it's, it's kind of cool. It's called Tipsy Chef. And uh it was a really cool concept, but I ended up not having the time. And uh, during COVID, a lot of the chefs, I just felt like it was way better that they actually stay in their restaurant and make their restaurants money than coming to try and like work with me. Um, so there were, there was things, right, that we could have done to adjust. We could have done like online versions of it and done videos and stuff uh, live and just sent people like packets or had them, you know, do grocery lists to go pick up the ingredients and then just kind of cooked with them live. So we could have done, done things to adjust, but... I just didn't have the time, right? So I didn't put a lot of effort into it. So that one kind of died, right? That idea died. Then I had another one where it was a media agency. I wanted to do something on the digital space. I wanted to do something that I knew would survive the test of time, could make a lot of money, and was going to be able to like scale and grow. Well, the problem with that is while it was expensive, 
and it took a lot to get it going. Again, it just wasn't my niche. It wasn't kind of like my thing. It was very difficult for me to like figure out and to get going. So that one eventually kind of like ended up dying off. It took me a while to realize that, hey, I got to cut this one and just focus on my real estate. Um, I also started a real estate investment company. And then obviously I have co-host, which is my uh, Airbnb property management company. Co-host has been doing well this whole time. I just didn't really see that as being kind of like my end state. I never saw that as being like a super successful business. I think mostly that's because I just don't know how to run a business or I didn't at the time. So I never put the right money in the right place to grow and scale it. So now coming back to where we are today, I've cut off the cooking thing. I've cut off the media agency thing. And now I'm really focusing on just two things, real estate. It's real estate and property management. Like those two worlds, real estate development and then property management. Those two worlds are where I live and that's what I love. And I've, I've come to that realization and it's taken me a long time. It's really taken me a long time to narrow that down. But the more focused that you can be on the goals that you have, who you are, right? Be, do, have. The more you can define who you are and what you love, the more likely you are to achieve whatever that is that you're trying to do. So for me, I really love, like I've, I've come to this realization, I swear to God, over the last couple of weeks to the point where I'm like, you know what? I really love real estate developing. I love walking to a place and looking at a property or a home or whatever, a site and being like, this is the beautiful picture I think could happen here. This is what we could do. We could scrape this. We could build that. We could do this here, put this there. Like, that's what I love. That's my passion. I love like that side of the real estate. And it took me a long time to get to that point, right? It took me two, maybe even three years to get to that point. I had to go through a failed marriage. I had to go through a failed relationship. I had to find a beautiful girl and loser. I had to go through two businesses, fail them both. I had to go through uh, being in the army and losing and like leaving that and then lose it, but leaving that. Um, the two failed businesses and now kind of settle on, okay, this is actually what I really want. I should stop trying to fight this and do other things and just hone in really hard on real estate. It took me a long time to see that. And I don't think a lot of people really understand. People don't understand how much that is. I mean, I've lost, I think I was doing the math the other day. It was like $160,000 that I pumped into different things that never ended up getting off the ground. But I will say all of those things taught me a lot of lessons. I met a lot of crazy cool people and those people that I've met on that journey are helping me on this journey to become and grow where I'm at in the real estate world, to meet these people, to meet the developers, to meet the people with the deep pockets, the investors, to meet all these connections and people, they're helping me on this journey. So it's almost kind of like that, that journey of the failed businesses was necessary to, to help me hone in and find clarity in the stuff that brings me peace and happiness. So you got to ask yourself too, right? They always say all the time, like, you got to do one thing and you got to do one thing really, really well. I fought that. I fought that for the longest time. And I'm sure you're fighting it too. If you're listening to the show, you're probably fighting the same thing. And I need you to do this. Just one thing, right? You just take a minute, not even a minute. It takes you like a split second, but just sit there and think, what's the one thing you like the most of all the things you're doing? If you've got a bunch of things on the table, what's the one thing you like the most? And it does not take a long time for you to figure that out. Your gut's going to tell you that in a split second. You know what that answer is. Now the question is, is are you going to ignore that? Are you going to overanalyze? Are you going to make excuses? My family, my friends, my, my spouse, my kids, my whatever. Are you going to make excuses about it? 
I'm too old, right? I can't start over. I can't do something new. Whatever your excuses are, you going to make excuses about it or are you going to take action or are you going to just wildly go after that and achieve it because they lead to two different paths. One is the same thing you're doing right now, the slight unhappiness, the slight happiness. You know, you're not totally fulfilled, but you're not totally unhappy. It's just this like weird, mediocre world or this one where you let go of everything that you have. You risk kind of, you risk it all and you throw it all down and you go after exactly what you want for this for this blissful life that that you can achieve no matter what no matter how old you are no matter how poor you are no matter how rich you are no matter how many family members you have you telling not to no matter your spouse your kids whatever you can do it put yourself around the right people put yourself in the right opportunities you're gonna it's going to happen you just have to be willing to take those steps and take those leaps i fought that for the longest time i'm telling you i fought it so long trying to build businesses that weren't even like worth my time or worth my effort, things I wasn't even interested in. I did it, right? I did all those things. You got to be able to realize that sometimes you got to let go and you really got to hone in. Uh, Brandon Dawson says that all the time. He says, you got to do one thing and do one thing really, really, really well. And I was like, yeah, but I got to make money doing this and I got to make money that. Now, listen, you just do your thing. The money's going to show up. The money will come. It's true. It's very, very true, right? so true may not see it right now right because i was trying to build this media agency and bringing all this money on the side so i can buy more real estate well listen the real estate as long as i keep pumping away and doing my thing on the real estate side the real estate's going to grow and as long as i keep doing what i'm supposed to and moving my mortgages around and all that kind of stuff and doing the way i'm supposed to then the money's going to keep flowing in before you know it you're going to end up with so much that you're going to be like oh shit i can't believe i was ever worried about this so as long as you keep focused on the thing you want, like Brandon Dawson says, focus on one thing and do that thing ridiculously well. Grant Cardone, he says, repeat successful actions. My successful actions are real estate. Anything I do in real estate turns out well for me. I need to stay focused on that. That needs to be my world. What is your real estate world? Maybe it is real estate. Maybe it's something else. Whatever it is, hone in on that. Cut everything else off. No matter how much time, effort, energy, whatever you've got sunk into it, cut everything else off. Focus on the things that are working. Focus on the things that are making money and hone in on that. Make that thing yours and don't let anything else distract you from it. Be, do, have, as Ed Milet says, be that person in your mind, in your world, be that person. Then you will start doing the things you need to. And before you know it, you'll end up becoming that person in reality to other people. You will have, you will have all those things, right? It's that version B of yourself. I say that all the time. Version B, paint that picture. What does a version B look like? What does that person have? Now, what are the differences between who you are today and what that person has there? Start making the changes. If that person hangs around a different group of people, start hanging around a different group of people. If that person works out every day, start working out every day. If that person makes different business decisions and spends more money on bigger things, right, that they have to do, start spending money on those things that you have to do. If they go to conferences, start going to conferences. If they start hanging around, you know, people that are attending these big events or spending money on real estate or, you know, whatever it is, start doing the things. Just make those changes. That's it. You just got to figure out where you're at today, what the difference is. And then start making those changes just one at a time. Start making the changes. Upgrading your computer. Upgrading your workspace. Living in a different home. Start being more aggressive about the clients that you're getting, right? Hiring the employees that you don't think you can afford. All of those things. If that's what version B has, then, then start making those changes. 
As you start making those changes, you're going to notice that you start becoming those things. You got to cut out the resistance, cut out the negative people, cut out the negative relationships, cut out the, the people that are going to keep you down, the experiences that are going to keep you down, the locations that are going to keep you down. You start cutting that kind of stuff out. I'm telling you, before you know it, you're going to become that version B. You're going to be, do, and have. You're going to start yourself down that journey to become the person that you're planning on becoming. That's all it is. It's really not that hard. That is the law of attraction in a nutshell. Visualize, remove resistance, take massive action. Those are the three steps. That's it. Visualize. Step one, become like see what version B has. Step two, remove resistance. Change the things that are in version A of you to become the things that are in version B of you. Just change them. Just get rid of them. Just start getting rid of the stuff in version A that's not in version B and start doing and becoming the things in version B that you have there. Start doing those things. That's step two. Step three is take massive action. Just start plugging away and going after it like crazy. You start doing those things, you're going to be there before you know it. I promise you. I promise you you're going to be there before you know it. It's an easy, easy thing once you figure it out. It might take a hot minute, but it's going to work. I promise you it's going to work. Absolutely. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope it had some relevance. Remember, be, do, have. You have to become in order to do and then as you do the things, the successful actions repeatedly, you will have that lifestyle that you never thought you would ever have. You have to take risk. Don't be afraid of taking risk. Sometimes you have to start over. It's worth it. You don't like, what's the worst case? You go back to zero. We go back to exactly where you are today. So what? You're gonna be right back up there the next time and the next time. And eventually it's gonna kick. Third time, maybe the fourth time. You're going to be that billionaire. You're going to hit that millionaire. You're going to be living in that house you've always wanted. You're going to have that spouse that you've always dreamed of. That'll happen. You just got to keep plugging away. Don't give up. You got this. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, like, subscribe, share, and we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya!